Hey, my name is Michael Rosenberg, and I want to welcome you to the Entrepreneur's Connection Show. In this show, we are going to share the tactics, the tricks, the mindset about how you, a coach, consultant, expert, can connect authentically and genuinely with your audience, with your target clients, so that you can create an impact out in the world. And for me, this changed everything. I went from going from you know, slamming the phones, cold calling to genuinely connecting with people and creating amazing relationships. And if you want to do the same, then I can't wait for you to hear everything that we've got all the amazing experts right here on the Entrepreneur's Connection Show. Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Connection Show. I'm so excited to have our guest Saba Ali on the show today. She is the founder of Brands That Sell. She is a coach, two times TEDx speaker, best-selling author, and on a mission to help coaches scale their business past six figures. Known for her branding work, she has helped passionate business owners clarify their message and story to attract more clients and gain authority by organic marketing strategies. Saba's work has been featured on publications like NBC, ABC, CBS, and Fox News, and in this episode, she gives away some major gems. So here she is. Keep on listening. Without further ado, I'm going to just kind of pass it over to you to share a little bit about your story, how you got started, what you're doing now, how you help clients, and just pass it over to you. <laughs> for sure. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me, Michael. Um, doing interviews is by far my favorite thing to do. So I appreciate you bringing me on. Um, but yeah, so ooh, taking it way back to my story and how I kind of got started. So I always love to go back to kind of my college years. So when I was 19, that's actually when I first got into like this crazy field of like entrepreneurship, right? So in college, I actually met one of my mentors who came and spoke at my university. So I graduated from Iowa State, born and raised from Iowa. Now I'm here in South Florida, but I was a intern for one of my mentors that I met there. And he was an entrepreneur. He had an agency. And basically, I just started to work alongside his company and started to learn a lot about like branding, marketing, and PR. And as I was doing that, I started to work with like highly influential people in the space, right? Like people like John Lee Dumas, Jeff Hoffman, Kevin Harrington. And I started to document and share my story online. Right. Like I start to post, um, I would like blog, I would be, you know, going in, like skipping classes, right? Skipping college classes and going to like red carpet premieres. And people were like, oh my gosh, like what is she doing? <laughs> right. So I start to build up this audience and this persona online. And back then I didn't really realize I was building a brand, but I was building a brand as I was doing that. So Mm. Um, what happened was people started to follow me. I started to build up an audience. And back then I wasn't necessarily like selling a product. I was basically just having fun creating content. And that's when I realized I was like, okay, I have this audience now. Why not actually like create something to sell and see like what happens? Like, how can I actually amplify my brand a lot more to actually share my story? So that's when I actually, actually have it right here. When I wrote my first book, um, it's called Enrolling in Confidence, How to Live the Lifestyle You Want in College. So back then I was in college, so it was directed towards college students. Wrote and published the book in 30 days, launched it on Amazon and hit bestseller. And that was the first product that I sold online 
which really positioned me as a credible figure because that book allowed me to get featured on like media stations. I got the opportunity to speak on stages. And that's when people actually start to come to me asking for help, right? Asking for help in um, like creating content online, how to share your story, how to build up an audience, how to get featured, how to, you know, get more attention on what you're doing. So that's when I really got into my coaching business, right? And I started my business when I was still in college last year. So now, you know, primarily what I do, it's been about three years ago now since I've been doing it full time since graduation. Mm -hmm. um, I coach, right? So I'm a business and brand coach where I work with other online entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, business owners, people that either have a high ticket offer or they want to create one and they want to primarily use their own selves, their personal brand to market organically to land clients. So here I am now, you know, after like five years of, you know, kind of getting into the online space, creating content for a few years, having fun, making connections and yeah, building my own business. Wow. What an amazing story. And I loved what you were sharing. And I, a question popped up in my mind, like towards the end of your share, when you were talking about um, like who you serve and it's people who either have like this high ticket offering or they want to make one. And my question is why should someone have a high ticket program or like, like why is that desirable or why do you look for those people? Yeah. So I love this question because um, let me kind of go into backstory of how high, how I got into high ticket. So of course, when I first got started coaching, I would be, you know, selling like low offers, like $97, $100, And of course, back then, my goal, like any other coach and consultant right now is hitting that 10K month and scaling to six figures. And, you know, I didn't have an audience of like hundreds of thousands of people, right? So I had to get like, you know, a good handful of clients per month in order to hit that goal. So for me, like I had no idea how to like run an online business, right? So what I did was I started to work with a coach and that was a really big investment that I made back then. And the first thing that he told me, he was like, you need to like raise your prices and you need to create an offer for one that provides more value for your ideal client, but it's also easier for you to fulfill and handle because you are working with less clients. So once I understood the concept of like high ticket and like people, people have their own variations when it comes to high ticket. For me, it's anything that's like more than, more than like 2000 is considered high ticket. Um, that's like, that's what I really realized for when it's like, it's easier to sell because you are attracting people that are super committed and changing the problem that they're in. And number two, it's just so much easier to hit your goals as well. So you know, nowadays I find that my ideal clients, they, they understand the concept of a high ticket, but I still come across people that are charging hourly and their, their minds are kind of blown when I start to explain the concept of high ticket, because like for them, it, it just makes more sense in building a business around that type of model. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that answer of just being able to have more more revenue, better fulfillment, and also less fulfillment at the same time. So that's really powerful. And I, 
I'd love for you to share a little bit about, so now we know where you're at, like where you are currently. I want to take a little journey, a little adventure into the future. Mm -hmm. And where do you see your business going in a year from now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in a year from now, um, my coaching business is going to be at seven figures, right? So right now um, it's multiple six figures working on the back end right now. So like my main goal is to continue to serve my, my clients that really need help when it comes to knowing how to powerfully utilize themselves through marketing. Um, because like at the end of the day, I see so many people online that are really, really, really good at what they do. They just are having such a hard time like marketing and selling themselves like that's it. Right. So like when I see that, it kind of reminded me of when like I first started, like I was really good at what I did. I knew like what I was doing. I just didn't understand the concept of like doing high ticket and selling. So for me, obviously, you know, getting more clients, but like getting to that figure, seven figure um, run rate within my business. And that requires me to like continue building up my team, which is what I'm doing right now. Really exciting hiring. Um and just getting to a point where for me, I can really be that CEO um, and really just focus on like the front end and serving my clients and coaching them to get better, better results. Um, and then on top of that, for me, which I actually don't, not many people know this about me. And I didn't actually mention this for the first few years when I was working with my mentor, like I, for like a year and a half, all I did was help put on events and like mastermind. So I would be in charge for like 30 to $50,000 events. Um, so for me, I, that's actually something that I want to do. And I moved to South Florida here in the Miami Boca area about nine months ago, of course, right when the pandemic happened. So <laughs> I wasn't able to start to do networking events and put on events, but that's something I really want to get into here in the next year as well. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then what'll be, what'll be available to you? Like what, what becomes possible once you do hit that sever seven figure run rate and ha are helping clients more powerfully have grown your team out a little bit and are having, you know, hopefully eventually in next year, sometime or hopefully a year from now, we're able to run events and things like that. But like what becomes available in your life, not just in your business? Yeah, so in my own life, um, it gives me the opportunity to have freedom and to travel. Um, so for me, like growing up, like I, I was pretty, I was in like an average type of like family, you know, we weren't poor, we weren't rich, like, you know, um, like by no means were we struggling, but I never really had the opportunity to like travel. Like I would always see people like in high school and like in college, like traveling like abroad and doing all these different things. And I just never had the access to do that. So for me, it gives me time and it gives me like obviously money and freedom to be able to do that. Um, for me, like business is just like a big part of me also. Like I love to speak, which is funny because growing up, I used to be really shy, really introverted. And I really stumbled over my words. So when I got into speaking, I just fell in love with it. Right. So now mm -hmm. um, when I get to that point, which is going to be really soon, I want to travel and I want to speak at other events and really help people also understand what type of identity that they have to create to really bring their dreams into reality. Um, because of course, when I'm marketing, 
like I position myself as a business coach, right? But more than anything, I'm really working with my clients um, up here and how they're showing mm -hmm. up as, as that leader. Yeah. For anyone that's not watching the video, when she says up here, she's pointing to her head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's amazing. And I want, like, okay. So you said you used to trip over your words and then at some point you... Oh, there's so many juicy things that you talked about just then that you shared. I'm like, oh, I want to ask you a question about this or about this. Let's, I, there was something you said um, about identity. And I think that that's going to be really valuable for all the listeners because that's something that everyone is constantly working on to kind of shift their identity. Could yeah. you expand upon how identity plays a role in your business and then also in the business of your clients? Yes, absolutely. So and what is identity? If you could define it too, that'd be great. Yeah. So identity is basically the type of person someone wants to transform in. And I'm using this more as an adjective because in marketing, like that's, that's how you're using that form of identity and even for yourself. So I'll kind of break it down into two. And this is like how I actually explain it to my clients. And also like when I speak on stages, so for one, like branding on its own, it's like the feeling and the experience that you're creating for your audience. Right. And within branding, there's brand identity, which is basically like the foundation of branding. Now, for an example, I kind of like to put into perspective of like a brand people like really know. So like the luxury brands out there, like Louis Vuitton, like Rolex, um, even like Nike, like for Louis Vuitton and like Rolex, they're like luxury brands, right? Their products are like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, right? And I like to ask myself like, okay, why are people actually buying these products? Is it because of like the material the bag is made, up, made out of or like the material or like the metal the, the watch is made out of? Um, the answer is no, right? People aren't necessarily buying into like the material, they're buying into identity and status. Louis Vuitton and Rolex, they created this form of like a luxurious identity that when people buy into these products, they immediately level up their status. They feel like a whole different person. They walk a different way, they talk like a different way and they carry themselves a different way, right? So mm -hmm. same thing goes with coaching. When you're selling your product, so many people focus so much on like the logistics of a product. This is my six week sales course. You're going to get video lessons and like a guide and weekly coaching calls. That's all great. But what people really want is like you, like they want the lifestyle you're living. And a lot of people, they miss on that identity, right? Like people buy into me because I have confidence and clarity and what I want in my business and my life and time, money, and freedom, right? And most people, they just have no idea how to do that for themselves and so when you really focus on what type of identity am I creating for my audience, who do they want to become, you can start channeling that through your marketing, right? Are you going to show up as that confident leader? Are you going to show up more as a friendly figure? Are you going to show up more as like a family person where family is a big part of your, your lifestyle? So you channel that through your marketing. Um, so that kind of focuses on like the business aspect and what I teach my clients. And then for me and my identity, what I always love to say 
is who you are right now is not capable of reaching your next goal, right? So who I am right now is not capable of reaching my seven-figure goal. Otherwise, I would have done it already, right? So now I have to write an entire list of all of the traits I have to become in order to get to that next level. So most of the time, people don't even know what that looks like. So taking the time to actually make that list allows you to start to take those actions every day to start to become that new person and that new identity. Yeah. Could you give us a few examples of what you mean when you say that? Like for yourself, even if you feel comfortable sharing, like what traits you're recreating? Yeah. So I always love to be super transparent about what's going on with me and my business. So for me personally, I like, I love the front end. I love marketing. I love sales and I always hated numbers. I hated back end operations. I hate systems. So for me, I'm in the, st- in the stage of really building all of that out, right? As I scale, I need to have a strong system and foundation and team to, to do that. So right now I'm hiring and I'm building at systems, which is causing a lot of resistance and overwhelm. So for me, I'm like in that state of like, oh my gosh, it's like overwhelming and I don't want to do it. Right. However, like the new trait I need to need to have um, is like, I actually have this written down and I recite it every day is my business thrives and multiplies because I am in a state of flow as a wealthy woman right? Because if you're overwhelmed, you're not in a state of flow, right? But if you're in that state of flow, it allows you to do that action, but also not be in this state of like, oh my gosh, I've never done this before. So everything's going to fall apart. Um, So going from overwhelm to like flow, right? So that's like one big thing that's going on with me right now, because it's something that's new. And everyone's going to feel that sort of resistance when you are stepping into, into that new like leadership role. And so just so I want to make sure I heard you correctly. So something, one thing that you're working on is that the person you are today is not naturally inclined to love creating systems and on for the back end fulfillment of your business, but that, so and you, you get, you get feelings of overwhelm when that comes, when like you consider or your current state thinks about doing those actions that'll result in that. But then you're creating this new experience where you are a person, you are a powerful woman in a state of flow consistently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what that allows me to do when I am in that state of mind is actually write out every single thing I have to accomplish in order to do this task, right? Because typically like that's why people are always in that state of overwhelm because they have like a million things they have to do and they just never really like organize, delegate, put the times and dates and deadlines to it to actually get it done. Um, but yeah, like it's, I always say like new levels, new devils. Um, you're always yeah, I love that quote. creating a new version of yourself. Yeah. Mm, so good. And so talking about some of like all of the actions that need to be done, I think this state of overwhelm actually hits like every level of entrepreneur or every level of coach where it's like, oh, I need to do this thing. I need to like reach out to people. And then it's like, oh, I need to fulfill. And it's like at every level, 
there's this like state of overwhelm before you somehow get things organized and do the important tasks. With your clients, what are some of the most important tasks that you have them focus on in order to get that visibility and get that brand growth and create that brand that sells? Mm -hmm, for sure. So, oh my gosh, there's a long list of things, um, but I'll, I'll kind of narrow it down to like the top three. Mm -hmm. um, so like the most important thing, and this is literally like the foundation of how I build my business and what I teach my clients is content. Um, so content, not necessarily to sell somebody, but content to build trust with your audience. Um, every time you're creating a piece of content, you're either educating, you're inspiring, or you're informing your audience about what you do and how you can help them, right? So like nowadays, um, like people are creating content every single day. And what I realized over time is like content is great, but what makes like good pieces of content versus like not good pieces of content is really understand, understanding where your ideal client is at in their pain points, right? So now for me, if I'm creating a piece of content and it's not generating me leads, I'm like looking at that content piece. I'm like, okay, like what's wrong with it? Where did I fall off? Like, why isn't it working? So that way, when I continue to create content, it's not doing the same thing that's not working. Right. So that's the same thing that I teach my clients. Don't just continue to create content that's not working. You have to adjust and change and see what's different. Um, number two, a great way to build your audience is doing just what we're doing right now. Um, doing interviews with other people, whether that's podcast shows um, in Facebook groups. So one good thing that I teach my clients is actually getting featured on media publications, online publications, TV shows. And that's something that I did early on when, when I wrote my book was getting featured in a lot of different publications. And like the publication itself, yes, it's gonna bring you followers, but more than ever, it's how you're using those features within your marketing and how you're positioning yourself as that credible figure. Um, so you really do be become, you know, that brand that people actually wanna buy into. Um, so that's number two. And then number three, it's like the simplest thing is just having conversations with your ideal client. Um, so many people think they need a fancy website, a fancy funnel. They need to get to a certain point until they're ready to sell. Um, that's not the case at all whatsoever. Um, like you can have literally a hundred followers and get like a 5k client, which is actually what one of my clients have done um, with themselves is they had like a hundred followers on Instagram. They start to create content, start to have conversations. And like, just like that, they found a client in their immediate network. So like if you're not having conversations with your ideal client, that's probably why you're struggling in your business to actually reach like the revenue goals that you want to be. Mm, I love that. That's exactly what we, I love talking about on this podcast. It's all about the conversations. <laughs> yes, I cannot agree more. And I think um, how you framed the, the creating the content was amazing that it's all really to create that trust mm -hmm. and that brand of obviously that people want to buy into kind of what you were talking about before, like the luxury brands. It's like, you just want someone like, so when you're creating content, when your clients are creating content, are they creating, is the goal to create content that you said it before it inspires them. It educates them. What was the third thing? 
Yeah, so it's either you're inspiring, you're educating, or you're informing them about okay. something. Got it. And then all of the content is meant to drive conversations. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And one powerful exercise that I do with my clients, and something that I do every so often too, is like making a list of all your ideal clients' beliefs that they have right now. And then making another list of the new beliefs that they have to have in order to come in and invest into you. Um, so for an example, like one, one piece of content that she made recently was like, I can't remember like the entire step-by-step -step wording, but it was like, um, are you tired of spending like thousands of dollars on courses that aren't working for you? Cause that's like something my ideal clients are going through. They're spending money on courses, but it's not getting them anywhere. So I went through sharing my story about how I went through that phase. And it wasn't until I actually spent the thousands of dollars that I wanted clients to pay me. Did I actually start to see those type of results? Cause it kind of comes down to like law of reciprocity. And as you invest more into yourself, you learn those different levels, those new identities to actually attract those people too. Um, and then, you know, tying it into like the new belief that I had now and continuing to invest into people so I can learn and grow my business as well. So it's like that, where are they currently at type of belief to what belief do they really, really have to hold right now in order to invest? And that's like the main thing, because if you're getting on calls with people and they're not ready, then like, you know, most of the time they just ghost and you're never going to hear from them. So Mm, yeah. So uh, I want to make a little bit of a transition here and I want to open it up a little bit more to you. And I'm curious about what is, what is something that you wish someone had shared with you three years ago? that no one ever actually ended up telling you, but you just kind of started to figure it out? <laughs> yeah, so I love this question too. Um, I wish someone would have told me that there is no golden strategy to build a successful business. Um, at the end of the day, organic marketing works, um, doing a podcast works, running paid media works, doing media features works, um, like doing YouTube works, doing Instagram works, doing Facebook works, um, the strategy on its own, it works, right? The real thing is, is consistency doing that one strategy, right? Because what happens is, and this happened to me, of course, in the beginning is that cycle of, oh, I'm going to try this strategy for a few weeks, even for a few months. Then when it doesn't work, or maybe you're trying to do it on your own and you don't have a proven step-by-step -step formula because you have that belief that investing in a coach is not for you right now, then of course you're going to jump to the other thing and start running ads and spend more money and get unqualified leads and then they're not going to buy. And then you're like, okay, maybe I'll start a podcast because everyone's doing it. Right. And then it's kind of in that like ever never ending cycle of like never figuring it out. So eventually what I learned um, after investing once again, hundreds of thousands of dollars on coaches, mentors, and courses was Honestly, like people are like teaching you the same thing with their own framework and their own twist. 
right? So like there's thousands of people that teach organic marketing, but I have my own process when it comes to like conversations and branding. But like, if you're just not going to be consistent in the process, it's still not going to work for you. Um, so like, I'm also really clear when I market myself and even on my sales calls, I'm like, okay, so it's obviously not strategy that's holding you back because you try these different things. So what really is it? You know, and then nine out of 10 times, they're like, oh, I think it's just like myself, right? Then it goes back to the identity that they have right now and the new identity that they have to create. So yeah, I just wish someone would have told me that like, hey, any strategy will work. You just need to commit to one. Mm, yeah, I love that too. Oh, so you have so much great gems to share. Um, is there anything that you wish you were able to share today or a question you wish that I had asked that you'd love to share about? Because I really just want to hear what, like, what you're passionate about and, and what you would love to share. And I just want to make sure that you're sharing it. That's what my goal is for you to share, like whatever the thing that's most important for you to share. Mm -hmm, for sure. Um, so I, I love this question because I actually listened to a podcast where they asked this question to the guest. And I was actually, this was like a few weeks ago, I was thinking about what I would answer if someone asked me that. And I just couldn't like come up with anything. Like you did a great job answering or asking me questions. Um, but I think for me, like, I'm pretty like I'm pretty open as it is like mm -hmm. you know there's not really any secret when it comes to me and what I'm doing with my business um like there's nothing that I necessarily like wanted to really share I guess the main thing it really just does come down to like everyone got to a certain place in their business and in their life because they did have like a greater meaning and purpose to it um for me like when I was in the beginning stages of starting my business and people kept telling me like, oh, you need to find your passion and you need to find your why. And I just like, didn't understand that concept. I'm like, what do you mean? Like find it? Like, what am I supposed to do to find it? Like, it's not like I would literally sit there for hours and try and understand like my why and my passion. Like this doesn't make sense. And what I also didn't mention is I went through my fair share of like businesses that also didn't work right? Like in the beginning, like I obviously I wrote a book that was a product, but then I did like e-commerce and drop shipping for a few months. I started a podcast. I started to monetize. I did an agency um, and all of those different things. I was trying to identify what I really enjoyed doing. Um, nowadays, since, you know, so many people flashed their success of like money and like clients and cars and vacations and travel, and they're like, oh, you can do this too. I don't think people are actually taking the opportunity to find out what they truly love to do. Um, for me, I found coaching and I love it because I love to see people transform into that new, that new individual. And I didn't like e-commerce because I was just behind the scenes, right? Selling products. I didn't like agency work because once again, I was just doing work for people. Um, podcasting, I love it, but like, I, I just really wanted to work with people like one-on-one -on -one and hands-on. Um, so yeah, like if you're listening to this or watching this right now, and maybe you're just getting started in your business or you want to become an entrepreneur, I wouldn't rush it. Like, don't feel like you have to do coaching or you have to do an agency or you have to speak on stages. Like, test and try and see what works for you. And I think that's why I was also 
easy for me to get into my business because I took time to create content, to have fun, to network and really build good relationships with people. Mm, that is such a beautiful answer. And I love, <laughs> I, I honestly, it's such a beautiful answer because I also done everything, done all the different courses, done all the different things. And it wasn't until like I started doing like coaching that for me personally, like I just love working with people. I just love working with people. And like I did the agency thing, wasn't really my jam because again, like you said, it's just like, yeah, like you're doing the work and like, I don't know, it's fine. But yeah, really being connected with people and seeing their transformation is a magical experience. And for anyone listening, maybe it's not for you. Maybe that's not like the, the jam that you're in love with, that you're passionate about, that you're inspired by. And it's okay to not, in, it's okay to try things and not enjoy them as long as you become aware and you're like, oh, like this isn't the thing. Wow, yeah. what, what great data. And it's just like you were talking about, Saba. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise I'll be ruining it. Um, I just thought about that. I was like, oh, I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. Anyway, um, but it's just like you were talking about with content. It's like when you produce it, if it doesn't go right or you're not getting the results you want, if you're not tweaking it, then you're going to get the same results. So thanks so much for being here, Saba. I think that was a beautiful answer. We'll end on that. And where can people find out about you? I know you have a, a top secret, amazing freebie to offer everyone as well. But where can people connect with you? How can they get in contact? How can they get a brand that sells? Yeah, yeah, no, totally. So I'm really, really active on social media, as always, right? So you can find me on Facebook, you know, first and last name. You can find me on Instagram at the Sabo Lee. Feel free to, you know, send me a friend request, connect me, connect with me, send me a DM. Um, if you feel like you really do need just like support and help when it comes to growing your coaching or your consulting business, um, feel free to go to sabaliconsulting.com and just book a free strategy session with me. We'll just dive deep into your business, where you're currently at, your goals, and see if brands that sell is a, is a great fit for you. Um, but yes, I do have a freebie. So this challenge I actually did with my private Facebook group about a month ago. Um, so depending on when you're listening to this, it may be relevant, maybe not <laughs> in terms of timing. But basically, it's a land your next client in five days challenge. So it's structured out for you to land a high ticket client in real time within a five day time frame. So technically now since the live is done. It's pre-recorded. So you could potentially land a high ticket client in one day if you watch all the recordings. But yeah, if you if you want to check that out, 100% completely free. I think Michael has the link. So yeah, feel free to check that out and yeah, connect with me. Cool. Well, thanks so much, Saba. This has been amazing. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Entrepreneur's Connection Show. I really appreciate you sticking around and listening. I hope you took away some really valuable gems. If you did, if you thought this was an amazing episode, go ahead, leave a rating, leave a review, and let us know what you think. And if you're looking to connect more with 
me with the guests, you can go ahead over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash quantum connectors. That is where we are all hanging out and uh, you can join the community of other listeners and other entrepreneurs and go-getters who are looking to create an amazing life for themselves. So I can't wait to see you there. Thank you again. Keep listening. Hit subscribe so you can get some more gems on the Entrepreneurs Connection Show.